Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch, down to the sole. They even smell them because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guaranteed. Visit ebay.com for terms. The Volume. What up, y'all? T-Bob here from Snaps, presented by FanDuel, your new favorite college football podcast. But I'm here to talk NFL because it is playoff time and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. Trust me, I would know. I've been handing out losing bets all year long on FanDuel. And what I've learned is, look, the app is safe, secure, it's easy to use, okay? They have a ton of great offers, boosts, and more all month long. When you do win, you get paid fast. And the best part is you can really play however you want to play. And I, and I mean that quite literally. If you love futures, those are there for you. If you love to parlay multiple games, that's there for you. If you like same game parlays because you just want to watch one primetime game with a lot of action, a lot of juice, uh, spread, money line over, unders, totals, player props, everything, live betting. You get to the game late and you want to, it's all there for you on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. So, Try out the same game Parlay Plus while you're there and download FanDuel now, which is now live in Ohio. That's right. If you are signing up for the first time, use the promo code SNAPS for great deals. And what are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Must be 21 and present in select states only. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342. Arizona, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Colorado, Indiana, Minneapolis, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Indiana, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700, Wyoming, or visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. What's happening, y'all? Welcome back to Snaps, your favorite daily college football podcast. Over the hesitation there, my almost got my wires crossed and called this the uh, the wrong name. I am one of your hosts, T Bob Abear, joined as always by QB One 
a man with the most dazzling smile in all of college mm. football podcasting. Of course, we could only be talking about Aaron Murray. Aaron, sup, brah? Sup, brah? Uh, last day Dylan. with the hat, hopefully. The the scar on the head is almost gone, thankfully. So uh, just going to try to avoid running into doors this weekend is the goal. So I mean, you're being so extra about this to begin with, though. Like, who cares if you have a scratch on your head? I don't – like, if you're literally only wearing the volume hat to hide a scratch on your head, it's ridiculous. Somebody no, it's an excuse to something. wear the volume hat. Yeah, there it's you an go. excuse to wear the volume hat. Yeah. But, like, to be clear, there's nothing wrong with having, like, a badass scar or something. If it's, like, a zit or something like that, like, I understand maybe you want to hide that under mm-hmm. a hat. But, like, no, if you got, like, a like a cool, gnarly-looking, like, looks like you got fight or, or you got in a fight or something – um, I, I think that plays. Now, granted, you know, may, may, not for the people that know that it was a two-year-old that beat your ass yeah. and gave you that mark <laughs> on your head. But, uh, but yeah, without the story, I thought it looked pretty cool. Um, what's up, everyone, though? I'm bringing up the chat right now. I hope everyone's having an excellent day. Shout out to uh, FanDuel Sportsbook for putting us on. Promo code is SNAPS. They got great sign-up deals going on right now. Shout out to the Volume Sports Network. If you want to help out the show, like it, share it with all of your friends if they enjoy college football as well. And uh, you can always go subscribe to the podcast feed, wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, doesn't matter, and rate it and review it. Uh, We have some stuff to get to today. So unfortunately, it's going to be a bit of a quicker episode today, uh, which I hate because, you know, I get very long-winded and can talk about nothing forever. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I do have a hard 140 out due to just kids and you know golf, golf and stuff. No, 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 I know, bro. She likes Can it. Can I have her talk to Sharon about this I whole know. little golf thing? I, That's what she was saying. Mm. She was like, why don't more wives mm. just want to go golfing with their husbands? And then she also said that I would never be allowed to play if she didn't want, if she wasn't into it, which is true, right? There's no way that she would expect me just going to chill for like four hours uh, on the golf course every weekend. Whatever, um, though. We got, okay, so we got your family. Um, my wife. I mean, what, what do you, what do you, I, 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 we, we hold these truths to be self-evident. I mean, you're the one always talking about wanting to be a stay-at-home dad. Granted, you did threaten your wife with domestic violence for not toasting your pub sub that one time. But, uh, but no, I think I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Sharon wears the pants. And in yes, Sharon's case, like does. the responsible lawyery business pants as well like like courtroom pants Mm -hmm. the most intense Mm -hmm. type of pants that one can wear um (laughs) if you can't tell i'm very excited it is almost the weekend that's going to be great aaron do you want to defend yourself here now this comes from another florida man but bilbo baggins says aaron is dressed like a typical florida man right now what 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 is a typical florida man i see no like affliction shirt on me it's a <laughs> nice lululemon okay so you shirt. answered your own question you answered your own question though you said what is a typical florida man i see no affliction on me so okay so your yeah. version of a typical florida man's affliction t-shirt hey, guido yeah are the okay spiky okay. hair yeah, yeah okay yeah. what about no, no we so you- we just we just got invited to my buddy's uh birthday party and it's it's dress up as your favorite MTV character. So I'm we're, we're Sharon and I are both going as 
uh, Jersey Shore characters. So uh, you want to see Florida and you want to see Jersey Shore and Guido, just wait till about two weeks and I'll show you what it's about. So Holly B okay. over here. I haven't done a Jersey Shore. Uh, I haven't done a Jersey Shore party since college, man. It was a lot of fun back in the day. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Aaron, before we start the show, ha, ha, Bulldogs suck it. College basketball, <laughs> my second favorite sport on the planet. Just locked oh, into yeah. last night's game. Them mm -hmm. LSU boys beating the Bulldogs' ass. How does it feel? A little revenge for that SEC championship, as in a way, this uh, was an SEC championship, right? Because it was to see uh, who or, would be worst, and therefore Georgia is worst. It's also Georgia's tournament the worst. So, so yeah, it's like it's a definite, legitimate, and equal payback for what you did to LSU in the SEC football national. T Bob, T Bob was so T Bob was so locked in that it took him till this morning to tweet the shit talk to me. He didn't do it last night during the game. Didn't do yeah. it after the game. He waited to this morning when he woke up and saw the box score. Now he was watching it live. Don't give me no. this. I was no. zoned in, locked in, watching LSU because I would have gotten a text. The locked game tipped in. off at nine o'clock Eastern, eight o'clock. You would have texted me like at 10 o'clock your time last night if, if you were locked into that game. You were watching Mando for the fifth time. Let's not lie. Yeah. yeah. I was watching yeah. Mando for the yeah, second yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I and, and I was I was checking in on the Pelicans uh, every now and then. No, there's not a sport oh. that I really care about less than college basketball. Except that um I did enjoy shitting on Nate Oates when they lost to Tennessee, and I enjoy crapping all over Georgia now that they have lost to the superior college basketball team the lsu fighting tigers um let's see okay so today we're going to look at a couple of lists that stewart uh i almost said stewart feldman again that bruce feldman and stewart mandel put out on the athletic their top 25 coaches probably look at their top 10 where they're wrong and we'll give you our top 10 we'll also do one of our thursday drafts as we draft the blue bloods and as always mm -hmm. you can get involved with your um you know, with your comments in the chat. Abart says, I'm in the wrong financial bracket for golf. Disc golf, on the other hand, I can afford. Look, I'm sure you get the exact same satisfaction from disc golf than you do golf golf. No. And I and I feel you, dude. This shit is all so it is expensive. And and to be clear, this is nothing gonna be regular. I'm just having a hot run here where for some reason I'm just getting a bunch of rounds through like uh charities take it while you can get it buddy take it while yeah, you can get it i agree it's for the kids man it's you know kids. it's it's for the kids man like when i did allegedly a lot of uh, party substances at hogs for the cause last year a music and barbecue festival and didn't sleep for 30 hours straight i did that for the kids as hogs of the cause does an incredible job of providing homes for families who have sick children that are dealing with you know cancer and other awful issues so yeah man you do charity as an adult so you can party for good causes and it's it's yep. just a great little hack that we've all figured out um tom stair says nobody watched that game last night that's like purgatory you're you're not wrong b2b visor says aaron doesn't wear jorts are the jorts florida jokes overdone what do you mean? Like, like everybody. So no, no, sorry, jorts. So everybody in our, oh, like, when you want to make fun of a Florida person, you make fun of yeah. jean shorts. Like, is that is that a lot of times stereotypes are based on some sort of truth, right? Like, mm -hmm. is there truth there? Is there a um an outside of normal amount of jorts wears in Florida? Oh, it's up there. No, no, no. I don't think that's overdone. I think okay. it's done just, just perfect. <laughs> if not, we could probably honestly say it a little bit more if we wanted to. Like it, it, 
it's full steam ahead. Like they own it, they do it, they live it. I, I don't say I make. I grew up in Florida. I, I have no issue. Like, do you do you honestly have a big issue with someone wearing shorts? Because I don't. I, I, uh, I, no. I mean, I think that. I think it's. I wouldn't wear, it. but I don't have an issue though. I don't have an issue with anybody wearing anything. Do I think George can look goofy as hell and funny as hell? Absolutely. Like, I, I don't have an issue. I'm not going to say that they look good. Now, I think if you're going to wear a jean short, I think kind of ironically, you got to go more Daisy Duke, right? Like, if you're going oh, yeah. above the knee, then, okay, you can you you can pull that off a little more aptly. Like, when you get into a below-the-knee jean short, you're entering a a personality type. It, well, you're just entering <laughs> a person where, like, it's – well, yeah, I think, like I, think I have a picture of me from like middle school with some jorts that go to like just below the knee, but the bigger clothes were in back then. So I will defend myself there. This isn't, you know, look, I'm like not 2002. even two. Exactly. Okay. And, and, and there's such have been around the time when I was in sixth grade and I'll never forget one of the most clear out of body. Like I became a third party ob observer looking at myself that I've ever felt my entire life. Uh, I was very chubby, at, like in sixth grade, right? I was very pale. I had a buzz cut and I had braces. And mm. I remember I went to Pac Sun and I found some black jean shorts that went well below my knee. And they had some <laughs> random, uh, they had some random Asian characters on them. I don't know if they were Mandarin, oh. Japanese, what, right? Some random Asian characters on them. And I bought these shorts. I thought they were the coolest thing in the world. Um, and then I remember I was sleeping over at a friend's house. He had a sister who was our age, so she had friends over. Next thing you know, I'm letting him paint my nails, whatever. So the next night, I go to a Hawks game with my father, and here I am, a just short, pat, fat, pale, braced up, uh, you know, suburban white kid with Chinese lettering, black denim shorts below my knee, a hoodie and painted nails. And I just remember kind of taking myself in and thinking like, damn, my dad must be really disappointed in me. Like he must really, like, <laughs> he, must, like, like, he must be in his head right now. Like, like what is, like, am I doing something wrong? Is, is, is this a phase? Is he going to get out of this? And I just remember like after that day, I was like, okay, you know what? I don't think I ever wore those shorts again. By I don't the think way, I ever will go shorts. Aaron Murray shorts, uh, three, two, one. This oh no! Oh, wait a second! Oh, okay. Wait, hold on. For a second, I had the faces covered on my screen, and I could only see the abs, and I was and blown like, away. Damn, QB one, bro. Who is that with the abs? I have no idea who that is. That's just some random frat, bro. You're just taking a pic we, with. No, no. We were. We, this was bye week. Me and Arthur Lynch, my tight end, we went to we went down to Florida State for the bye weekend to enjoy a little uh, festivities. So that was uh, sophomore year. Oh, Am I looking at baby? Are those George? Am I wearing George though? I don't know. I don't think you're wearing George. You I think I think George, but I just no. googled Aaron Murray George to see if anything came up. And that's yeah, he was more page. bringing it up, Aaron, because you are like kind of intimately posing with some super super ripped dude who has your ring on. Um, I'm assuming that's your ring, right? I'm assuming he's no, not showing off his my own ring. ring. No, okay. okay. I never won a championship. I don't know any rings. 
I don't look. I look. I'm. I'm. I'm with oh, you. My. I'll, I'll. No. Look. All my rings are stolen. Well, I guess it's not true. 2011 SEC stolen. championship. I'll take. Well, I was going to say like in 2007. Yes, was I a two-time scout team player of the week? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. So I like yeah. am basically responsible for Glenn Dorsey. But no, you got like seven rings for winning a natty. And I mean, whatever. I was just scout team. So whatever. Um, that dude is annoyingly rips his tongue. I agree, dude. I agree, man. All right. Do we want to, are, are we done with the, uh, general fun talk portion Pleasant of the trees. show? Yeah. yeah do we want to get into some, uh, some college football top 10 since we're on limited time today? Um, yeah. the athletic of which I absolutely adore. I think they probably have the best college football writing team, um, in the country though. You know, the town they're building up at on three is really good, but it's something different, right? Uh, they have Stuart Mandel and Bruce Feldman as two of their main voices. Love Bruce. Don't know Stuart as well, but, you know, really enjoy his writing. They came out with their top 10 or top 25, but we're going to do top 10 college football coaches. And I got real problems with both of these lists there. Mm -hmm. uh, first off, Bruce is as follows. Nick Saban. I'll go one to 10. Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, Dabo Sweeney, Jim Harbaugh, James Franklin at five, Ryan Day six, Lincoln Riley, Brian Kelly, Kyle Whittingham, yeah. and Lance Leipold. Stuart Mandel, Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, Dabo Swinney, Brian Kelly, Lincoln Riley, Jim Harbaugh, Ryan Day, Kyle Whittingham, Luke Fickle, James Franklin. Um, and shout out to whoever in the chat earlier said, you got to talk about my boy, Kyle Whittingham. Hell yeah. Brian Brown. Those you love having a youth fan in here and we will talk Whittingham, but I want to create a snaps top 10, Aaron, see if we can find some common sure. ground here. Mm -hmm. Um, Aaron, what, where, where did these, I, I think off the bat, these guys got it wrong. Like, like off the bat, they, they're, they're, they're both cowards. They both left yes. like, like, like Stewart went so far as to say he has one a and one B for Saban mm. and smart. Okay. Just make the call. It's Kirby smart. The best yeah, college football is. coach going into 2023 is Kirby smart. It is what it is. Move on. Okay. Like, like one program is moving in this direction and the other program is still better than everybody else, but they're not moving in that same direction. They're on a downward trajectory compared so to, I think, I think we one. need, we need we need to determine like what how are we what is what is the ranking are we talking about just greatest coaches are we talking about to me when i when i view a list like this i'm saying if i'm starting a team in order from one to ten who do i want to be my head coach are we are we kind of feeling like that's the case here like oh, if i'm I if i'm if i'm like if i'm starting an expansion team tomorrow who do i want to be my head coach i would let say me, do, can we, can, can we go like that just that feel it in your balls Best yeah, it's like it's it's like when they were uh, who who was it that was like I don't know how to define porn, but I know it when I see it. Uh, yeah, yeah it's a little bit of that, it. a little bit of intuition, a little bit of gut. Okay, are we going um, back and forth here? Are we snaking this? No, no, no. I don't. I, I want this to be collaborative. We'll get into our draft okay. later. Like I, because we won't agree everywhere, but I think we both agree that Kirby Smart three won. I, I think Kirby won. Yep. I think Kirby's at the top of his game. Kirby is 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 he's in his prime right now. There, there's no doubt about it. What he's doing, he's he's hitting on all cylinders. He's hitting it with coaching. He's hitting it with championships. He's hitting it with with draft picks, all Americans with recruiting. Everything is just aligned and just mwah, beautiful. Facilities, all that raising money. 
Kirby Smart Prime right now, number one, hundred percent. Two, it's still Saban because he's still got some juice. He's still got a lot of power. So I think one, one, two, Kirby, easy. Saban, three, Brian Kelly to me. I'm taking Brian so, Kelly over. I think I think those three are in their own category to me, honestly. So on my personal list, so first off, on Stuart Mandel's list, he has Dabo Swinney at three. This is my least favorite part of oh. how we cover sports in America. We put such an overemphasis on championships. And some of y'all may mm -hmm. roll your eyes there, but like I I I just I just don't agree. Okay. I I, I think national titles are obviously the end goal and they are a metric but they are not the end all be all and again how i view this list are top 25 coaches right now and Dabo was a top guy probably a top two guy right pushing for one a few years ago he is not right now okay not if you go 21 and 6 over the last two years which again is great for anybody else but this is the elites, right, of the elite. Like, Dabo's not three right now. He, he had Pittsburgh win the ACC two years ago, 21-6 oh. and six the last two years. Like, uh, seemingly at odds with the entire evolution of college football. Stuart Mandel took the lazy way out just being like, he won natties, and I can't put anybody who hasn't won a natty. Like, he refused to put anybody without a natty tighter over somebody with one. I have no problem doing that. Dabo should not be three. Um, Bruce Feldman has Dabo at three as well. So they both did it. They, 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 they both are like championships are all that matters. Ooh. They're ridiculous. Um, I would say this. So Kirby, Nick Saban, Aaron, am I an idiot? I think I like Ryan day at three and then Kelly Ooh. at four. And Ooh. the only reason why I know Ryan day lost to Michigan the last years and lost to big 10. Right. But before that, they won four Big Ten titles in a row. And mm -hmm. even in losing to Michigan last year, it is the only game they lost until Georgia, and nobody put up a better fight against the national championship than did Ohio State. Nobody recruits yep. at the level that Georgia and Alabama do save for Ohio State. Um, nobody just plugs in. Nobody does this. They have no peers when it comes to just plugging in a quarterback and having them throw for 40 to touchdowns. Like, like, like I was laughing, we, we, we record an interview uh, that'll play tomorrow with Adam Brenneman. And at one point he brings up, we don't know what the Ohio state quarterback's going to do. And I kind of wanted to butt my way in and be like, yeah, we do. He's going to throw for 40 touchdowns. Like, like yeah, yeah. We, we know exactly what, what he's going to do. Right. So I know that this is maybe a weird pick given that Harbaugh's gotten the better of him two times in a row. But I feel like in his entire tenure on Ohio State, he he has been better. And I, you know, you could still make the argument that his style and his program is still closer to a national championship, even not knowing things like the quarterback. So I don't know, man. I, I actually have no problem putting Ryan Day here. So all right. So I I agree to flip, not flip mine, but be the opposite of you. So I, I think I, I will hold firm Brian Kelly at three. What he did at Notre Dame, obviously. You know, just as close to Ryan Day to winning a championship with lesser talent. First year in the SEC, winning the SEC West with a roster that was good, not great yet, and he's building on top of that. I just think he is, to, to me, Brian Kelly has proven he can do more with less. Ryan Day took over a stacked program with stacked talent and just sure. wins football games when he's just better than everyone else, which he should. Once again, Brian Kelly did it with teams not as talented, and he did it this year with a team that was significantly less talent than, say, in Alabama and still found its way you know, to, what, 10 wins and, and, and beat Alabama and, and made it to Atlanta. So that's more impressive to me than taking a bunch of five stars and winning football games year in and year out, which, once again, 
is what Ryan Day was gifted when he took over the program. So I like Kelly at three, Ryan Day at four, and then I'm going to put Dabo at five. Can I, I push back? Winning has quick? something to do with this. What's that? Push I'm back from. Um, Ryan Day is a better coach than Lincoln Riley. Why? Uh, I see where you're getting at. I see where you're getting at. Uh, I would. mm. It's a tough one. I mean, it's a tough one because Lincoln just reset. Uh, Okay, Brum, that's. Wow. You've kind of thrown a wrench into all of us. We had like a good flow going, Brum. Like, what the fuck? Damn you, Brum. No, no. Like, what what do you mean? I mean, he's right. He's right there. I have Lincoln at six. I have Lincoln at six. I mean, it's a similar situation. Like, you've you've had the best pl- the best team in your conference. You know, similar to Ryan Day. Like, they've been superior. Okay, when Ryan it comes Day to is better athlete. because the Big Ten is a better conference than the Big Twelve. That's where Ryan Day is better than Lincoln Riley. I agree at the that. end of the day, uh, yeah. Uh, that 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 that's where I'm landing, and and it's uh, yeah. But do you do you have Dabo at five and and, and Lincoln at six? I got Dabo at eight, brother. I got wow. Kyle Whittingham ahead of Dabo. I got uh, Ryan Day, Headlines. Ryan Kelly, go. Lincoln Riley, Jim Harbaugh, Kyle Whittingham, Dabo Swinney. You just and hate Dabo. No, the reason is, Aaron, Kyle Whittingham. It kind of goes back to your exact point on it, – it's the same logic they used, which is why I'll actually join you if you really want to put Kelly at three. I'll join you there and put Day at four. Because in the same logic, Kyle Whittingham has done so much more with so oh, yeah. much less than what Dabo has. Dabo's in an easy conference where he is clearly the class of the conference, and he can basically sleepwalk his way to a title every year, while Utah has to deal with them never being the favorite. Right? It's always, oh, Oregon's going to be so good this year. USC is going to be so good this year. Watch out for Chip Kelly and UCLA. Like Utah. Yeah, that's, no- that's us. That's us putting that perceptive out there that they are not a good team. Like we keep doubting them. Doesn't mean that there's not talent on there. We just, I think, as a, as as fans and media members, we see Oregon versus Utah, and we're like, okay, Utah must not be. It's Utah, so they can't compete. It's Utah, so they, they shouldn't win those games. It's Utah, so they shouldn't win the Pac-12 because these other brands are bigger. So, yes, like he has done more with that brand, but he has plenty of talent on that roster. Like It is a very talented roster, and it's been a talented roster. Why it may not be as talented as USC or Oregon, I don't think the gap is that significant where he's like climbing Oregon, this insane no, I, mountain. No, no, that doesn't work with Oregon. Oregon is well over the blue chip ratio. They had a 60% blue chippers in 2022. They're the only Pac-12 team that was even in there. Like, not even USC hit that 50%. But it's one barrier. team, though. One team, like, you're, you're making it seem like, oh, poor old Utah. They have to compete with all I'm these I'm not making it seem like poor teams. old Utah. I'm talking about Jim Harbaugh at Pittsburgh win the ACC two years ago, and Kyle Whittingham's played in four or five and won the last two. And, and nobody great. thinks about Utah. Like, Dabo Swinney was winning. That's our fault, though. And that's he our fault for not thinking of them. He blew that for not evolving with the times. Uh, Kyle Whittingham above Dabo Swinney. So is Jim Harbaugh. No. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. 
JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLab joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. So is no. Brian. No, okay, no. so where are you putting Dabo Swinney? I'm putting Dabo at five. Dab- I'm putting okay. Dabo at five. I- I'll throw in the fact that he has won some championships um, and get him in there. So Dabo five, hardball six for me. That's fine. Um, I really like Fickle. I like Fickle a lot, but I need to see him do it at the Power 5 level. I mean, it it was impressive what he did at Cincinnati. It was impressive making it to the playoffs. Good for you. Good for him. I think he has the potential to. Like, I love the fact that I think both of them have him in the top 10. I think he has the potential to to jump to that next spot for me ahead of winning him. I I need to see one season from him at Wisconsin. They get to 9-10 wins. I I think he's firm at number eight. So I like. See, I'll keep winning him at eight. I'll keep Fickle at nine. Uh, I, yeah, I think James Franklin probably goes at nine over Luke Fickle until until I see Luke Fickle doing the big boys. What he did at Cincinnati was awesome. But I'm I'm with you. Luke, Luke Fickle sneaks in. I think at number uh, ten. 
to me. Um, okay, so I'll accept Dabo at five, even though I agree with our guy in the chat, William Chun. He said whatever Dabo had, he's lost. I think I'm kind of inclined to agree with that. Also, uh, ruminating more on your Lincoln-Riley take, Brum. I think maybe the difference would be defense also between Ryan Day and Lincoln Riley because, you know, Ohio State's defense, while nothing special, has not been the abject disaster that Lincoln Riley defenses have been. So is that it? Do we have our, do we have our, uh, okay, Light Dog, shut the hell up. What he says, call me, he said, call me crazy, but I think Mark Stoops is a top 10 coach. I am, I would say top 15. I put him in the top 15. I'm kind of so over the Mark Stoops love a little bit. I mean, I guess he's done a really good job at Kentucky, but like this last year, I you just, he's, I mean, just brutally. It's, it's on its way down. It, it is on its way down, though. I think I like him as a coach. I really like him as a coach. I like him as a person. Mark Stoops benefited from a really bad SEC East. It's been you bad. would not I mean, want decade, Mark Stoops to coach your team if Kirby Smart left. Nobody would be higher with the Mark Stoops higher. Nobody would be happy with the Mark Stoops higher. That's but I do true. think I do th- I do think he's a tier above Kentucky though. I-, I do think he's that next tier up. Like when Florida State was looking for a coach, I was like, okay, I think he'd be a good. I think he'd do good at Florida State. I think he is. I don't think he's 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 big big boy, but I do think he's one level above where Kentucky is. And um, I think he should. I think he needs to leave sooner rather than later because I think they they are they are descending. Tennessee is going to be better than them consistently. George, obviously. What does Mark Stoops do well? What does Mark Stoops do well? He has a program I mean, in Kentucky he, that's consistent. I think it's all just consistent. It's not sexy. It's not flashy. It's 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 usually last year was a little bit sloppy at times, but it's usually very good f- fundamental football, hard nosed football, pro style football, rock'em sock'em type stuff, discipline. Ugh. And he's built a cons- it's nothing like I said, it's nothing Rock sexy. It's nothing sock'em championships. Stuff, discipline. Yeah. Just, like yeah. you're actively <laughs> making me hate Mark Stoops more. You're making him more boring and a worse uh, coach than he probably it is boring, is, but it works you this. Uh, we both know it's a basketball dude. school and we've we've heard, you know, it it is. Let's be real. So the fact that he has turned it into like we're somewhat excited about football is pretty impressive. Um, okay, look, I, I, I can, I can look, even though I think that Davo's time in the sun is done, I, I do appreciate that he managed to break through at a time when it looked like Nick Saban was potentially unbreakable. Light dog points out with Stoops, who won nine games of the wide receiver quarterback. He did, uh, Mark Stoops did at Kentucky, and that was great. But like Aaron said, partially, I think taking advantage of bad East, and I don't think that's going to happen again. All right, so here's our snaps top 10. Unlike the cowards. Stuart Mandel and Bruce Feldman. Love you guys. We have Kirby Smart as the clear number one. Nick Saban as the clear number two. And then we got into a little bit of debate, but we're going to, we, we agreed, right, Aaron, that Brian Kelly at three, you convinced me there. Yes. Uh, followed by Ryan Day, then Dabo Swinney, then Jim Harbaugh, Lincoln Riley, Kyle Whittingham. Uh, I have James Franklin. Who Luke do you Fickle. have here? You have Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle I have James, James Franklin, Franklin and then Luke Fickle. Okay, you want to flip them? Uh, I'll, I'll let you go. I'll, I'll go with James at nine. Like I, I yeah, I, I'm about to say like James Franklin. Who, you look at the stats. You're like, damn, it's kind of impressive. Not gonna lie. Like what what he did at Vanderbilt and then what he yeah. did taking over the Penn State program. I mean, I know we kind of give him some crap for his personality and and 
how he runs a program, but shit, he's been effective. So yeah, if if Luke had done what he did, Cincinnati had a power five school, then Luke would be ahead. But he's it's his he's he's been called up for the minors, man. We've called him for the bullpen. Let's go see what you can do with the big boys at Wisconsin. And um, I think he's capable. Literal. Nope, nope. I think he's I think he's very capable of doing it. I just need to see it with my own eyes. Yeah, the literal big boys. Uh, they got some biggins up there, Wisconsin. And then and then we all agree that Matt Rule is at eleven, correct? Is that is that right? <laughs> what? What, Aaron? What do you mean? Why are you telling? He's Lane, Lane Kiffin. On Bruce I like Elvin. Lane Kiffin at eleven. Lane Kiffin. Oh at 11. wow! So it is kind of interesting. So I, I don't have Stewart's in front of my face, but Bruce ends up going uh, Lance Leipold at ten out of Kansas, which I actually love. Then Fickle. Then he goes Dave Clawson at twelve, and Kleeman from Kansas State at thirteen. Which okay. Then he goes Chip Kelly, Matt Rule, Kalen DeBoer, DeBoer Kleiman. probably like if is it Kleeman? I always say Kleeman. Yeah. Um, if, <laughs> if Washington's really good again, then DeBoer should be higher on the list. Yeah. Is Jimbo I, Fisher yep. at 17? Then Mark Stoops, uh, Hugh Freeze, 19, Sonny Dykes, 20, Mike Norvell, Hoipel, Ferenc, Bielema, Calhoun. I would go, uh, nowhere in the top 25. That's crazy, Damn. right? I mean, yeah. but then again, Ole Miss kind of sucked last year, Aaron, you know? Like I, I hate it and I love Kiffin, but Ole Miss kind of sucks. Ole Miss, though, it's Ole yeah. Miss. I, I mean, but that kind of doesn't work well, they when you're eight getting games paid last eight million. Year? Yeah, but they started like seven and one or seven and zero. Oh. Well, that's because their schedule was was. I mean, they they it was the first four games were bye weeks. They were able to have yeah. a quarterback competition because for the first four games. And you want to be in the top twenty five coaches in the country? You have to win the Egg Bowl. Like that's kind of just the bottom line. It's going to be tough for me to put you in. It's going to be tough for me to put, you can be in the top 25, but I, I don't know if I can get Kiffin in this top 10. I, I really don't know if yeah. I can. Like I would put both Leipold and DeBoer in the top 10. I, 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 I do like climbing. I don't know about Clawson. I don't know why Dave no. Clawson got there. Maybe it's because Wake Forest is so bad. I might put Mike Norvell in here, dude. If FSU's legit. I, I, I could get into Norvell in top 15. And there's a sick part of my brain that wants to play. I don't think, I think Sonny Dykes or ain't getting any love. Or, 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 damn team to the Natty last year and gets no love. But Yeah, but it's because he has a lot of head coaching resume that's not that good. Not yeah. awful, but just like, you know. The yo I think, like, I, I think to like me, I, I, I think this is, this is Heupel's prove-it year. I think if, if yeah. Josh Heupel at Tennessee – can can do it back to back seasons with a different quarterback, and show the system can work with different type of guys because Milton's different than than Hendon. If he can prove that, then I'm like, dude, I'm I'm sipping that Kool Aid. Like they win ten games, eleven games, and maybe make it competitive versus Georgia there in November. Uh, he's he's jumping top fifteen. He may even get close to top ten. Yeah, I I um I, I agree that nobody has more movement potential on this list than Heupel. I think Norvell's up yep. there as well. Uh, outside of that, I don't see anybody else taking any massive leaps. So, and then that makes sense because it's a prove it year for uh Norvell. Also, um, yeah. Rob says Matt Rule is trash. He's the laughing stock yeah. of Panthers country. He had one decent run at Baylor, still cashing in off that. Don't forget, I don't know why I'm burping, y'all. I apologize. Don't forget, he had a decent run at Temple as well. Okay. Yeah. Listen, uh, Nick Saban's a laughing stock of Dolphin Country. That's true. Who cares? That's true. Who cares? You ever heard a dolphin laugh? I have. 
You look, you look like We're someone shot. from uh, The Last of Us, that face you just had. I love one thing I like about The Last of Us are, again, I just really like the mushrooms. I really like the little feelers oh. that come in my mouth. You saw episode three, though, Aaron. What'd you think? I did see episode. It was, it was, really uh, I thought it was really well done. You like, yeah. we talked about it yesterday. I think this was offline. We talked about it, like the difference between this and Breaking Bad, and like, why would I watch this? The writing is significantly better. The storylines yes. are well, not really Breaking Bad. Good. We said the difference between this and Walking Dead, not Breaking Bad. Walking Dead, yeah. sorry, sorry, Walking yeah. Dead. Yes, Walking Dead. Really, the, good. the writing's on really a different really level good. compared to Walking Dead. Yes. And Walking Dead was fun and good. And look, the Walking Dead comic yep. book I would recommend to anyone by Robert Kirkman. It's really, really good. But um, yeah, no, Last of Us is is different. And 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 I feel like you're seeing. That. I can't wait to watch the rest of it. I'm I'm still very behind. But my God, Mando. So we were supposed to do our Blue Blood top ten. I apologize for teasing it, but I do have a hard out in three minutes. So. Um, I'm sorry, Brum. We're just gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna make the executive well, decision. Uh, this ship sailed off. around ten minutes ago. It's totally fine. Yeah, yeah I figured. I figured. Gonna happen. Oh my god. Okay, guys. Well, how about somebody fucking speak up then? Like, like, gee, like th th we this shit right here. Like, we were enjoying ourselves. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm my bad. Fuck. I'm being defensive. I'm being we, defensive. We have so Sunday. much content to do before August. It's, look, this is on me. You're right. Sometimes I get defensive, and then I just start lashing out, and, th and that's what I was doing just now. So <laughs> I, I, I apologize. Sounds like someone who's definitely the center. Sounds like someone who's definitely the center of attention over here. No, I'm just insecure. It's so it's, I, it's like I don't know. I feel like I, I felt like maybe I was being judged for not moving the show along, but I, I was enjoying the conversation. I agree. Yeah. Rob says the golden era of Georgia football is upon us. What a time to be alive. It's, I mean, the, it is the, the best time to be alive is during a golden era. I just went through with LSU and the Saban to mile like that, that whole window was just awesome before Saban went to Alabama, but no, it's, it's just like world history, right? Like it's, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. You, you want to be alive when, when, when your country, if, you, if you're English, you want to be alive when Elizabeth was ruling and Francis Drake was out here privateering ships you know, just bringing wealth back to the country. You don't want to be alive when the Romans pulled out of Britain and it was like the internet had suddenly gone away. Um, so, yeah, good for all you Georgia fans. Although LSU, again, let's be clear, just like basketball last night, going to whoop that ass in football this fall, dude. Okay, whatever you think. What? What? Let's just focus on trying to get through the SEC West and then maybe maybe once the SEC West assemble, you know, it's just no more East and West, then, then maybe – Maybe, maybe. I, I, I would say focus West on getting to the SEC East, but you literally don't have to because y'all yeah. are cowards who just play the, the, the most BS schedule in the entirety of college football. Mm -hmm. Thomas Dare says Willie Fritz from Tulane should be on this top 25 list. I could get behind that. I would throw him, I would throw him somewhere mm -hmm. in the top 25 because I don't think you can really appreciate just how impossible it is to win at Tulane and how you know, incredible I'm excited, I'm excited it is to see, to see USC. Yeah, I'm excited to see Steve Sarkeesian win 10 games this year and jump to the top 25. That's 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 when we're cooking. That is when Bruce Feldman's going to just – T-Ball's ready to go. And with that, great day. I, guess, I, guess there, I guess there's a first time for everything, Aaron, you know? I mean, yeah. I've never seen Sark win 10 games. Uh, may, <laughs> maybe you have. Has he actually? I'm, I'm almost positive he never has. As we said yesterday, he's basically got a 500 record despite – being at Washington, USC, and Texas. Um, year by year record. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. All right, look, uh, huge shout out to everyone 
um, for hanging out with us here in the chat. You know we love you, man. Uh, if if, if y'all like the show, like you can like this video. You can subscribe to the Volume Sports YouTube channel. Um, you can certainly sub to the pod, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, rate it and review it. That helps share it. And just like tell your friends about it because that's that's really chill. You know, word of mouth goes a long way. Um, mm-hmm. We we love you all so much, man. And it bums me out that we're not going to see you again live until Monday. We do got a great interview we're going to be putting up tomorrow. We talk a lot of Big Ten. And uh, Bilbo asks, any future live shows soon, T? That is for our bosses to decide but um you know we are always always down for that we will see going forward uh no steve sarkeesian has never won 10 games aaron Mm. so Mm. you're putting your faith in a false god in 2014 usc he got to nine and four with a bowl win so eight and four regular season which for him is great like eight and four regular season for start take a bow that's excellent that's the best he's ever done his job goes eight four this year so not for long aaron murray All right, we love you, and we'll see you Monday on – oh, sorry. Can't sign off without thanking Ryan Brumley, Pat Gunner, Danny Cardenas, Paul Farrington, Adam Gracia, and all of you hanging out with us. We love you all, and we'll see you on Monday. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.